It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Friday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, I want to break down what is at stake this spring training. What I mean by that is what roster spots are actually up for grabs and different things that the coaching staff is actually looking for out of the players and what's the end, what's the end game. With this thing, I don't think there's that many spots left. We're, we're going to jump into all of that here in just a moment. But before we do, make sure that you're subscribed and you follow me on Twitter and you've saved the Lockdown Reds line number and all that good stuff. 513-549-0159 in case you haven't saved it. But, but you know, it's, it's encouraging. You, you see all these projection articles. You see all these predictions, all this other stuff. And... The Reds, according to Bleacher Report, have the best chance of making the playoffs in the National League Central. Bleacher Report figures the Reds have a 55% shot at making the playoffs. I like the sound of that. All right, anyway, let's jump into some news. News team assemble! The Reds won a spring training game yesterday, which may quiet down some of the folks who think that David Bell should be on the hot seat. Probably not, but whatever. Eight to nothing, a very nice win for the Redlegs against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Trevor Bauer looked fantastic. Two perfect innings with two strikeouts. Also, some homers. You got Tyler Stevenson hitting a dinger, Alex Blandino with a dinger, and our man Derek Dietrich with a dinger. A couple of those guys are on the bubble as far as the roster situation is concerned. We'll get into that here in just a minute, but overall a very good day for the Red Legs out in Cactus League spring training action. This is all confusing. Why do I have to keep learning new things? But what does that all mean? What 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 does it mean when you've got guys coming off the bench in spring training games and doing well? What, what's their end game? Well, obviously, their end game is to make the roster. The thing is, there's not that much of an opportunity for these guys. Real quick, bear with me. Let's run through this right now. The roster locks on the position side. I'm looking at, these are my locks right here. The guys that I think are making the opening day roster, you know, assuming health. This is, this is assuming everyone's healthy, that Senzel and Suarez are ready to go on opening day. This is what I think the roster will look like. At catcher, you've got Tucker Barnhart, Kirk Casale, and Kyle Farmer. I think Kyle Farmer makes the opening day roster. 
Then you've got Joey at first, Moose at second, Galvis at short, Suarez at third, then Winker, Shogo, Senzel, Castellanos. I'm thinking Irvin makes the roster. I mean, you know, unless he's traded. Because he's in the situation that Robert Stevenson was in last year. Last year, Robert Stevenson was out of options. And there were people that were thinking, me included, that he probably wasn't going to be a red. Well, guess what? He was a red, and he actually did pretty well. I think the same thing applies with Irvin here. Look, Irvin's a pretty decent player, and when it comes to the platoon split, we all know that he crushes left-handed pitching. So I think the reds are going to make him a part of their opening day roster. I, I, I just I, I don't see any other way around that unless they trade him. Which means, as far as the field, uh, the players on the field are concerned, there's only one available spot for a position player. And that is where it gets interesting. Because obviously, you know, we've got Aristides Aquino. We've got Alex Blandino. We've also got Josh Van Meer. That's right. I picked, I, I'm thinking, that the Reds really like the versatility of Kyle Farmer, the fact that he can play in the outfield, he can play in the infield, and he can play catcher. Josh Van Meter's not getting behind the plate. Alex Blandino, he's not getting behind the plate. Aristides Aquino is playing in the outfield, period. He's not going to be in the infield or anything like that, and he definitely ain't going to be a catcher. So they've got, I think they've got to come out of camp with Kyle Farmer because they love the versatility that he gives them, which just means that one open spot. And and the interesting thing with that is I don't know that there's a favorite because immediately you hear Van Meter and you're like, oh, well, he's the favorite to make that last roster spot. Maybe. And it's possible that his versatility, kind of like Farmer, puts him on this roster. And it's not even a you know, consideration for Aquino, Blandino, or any of the other guys. I mean, I think the other guys, there's probably a big gap. The interesting thing with these guys, all three of them that I've mentioned, is that all three of them have options. Aristides Aquino has one option remaining. Alex Blandino has a couple, and so does Josh Vanmeter, which, you know, shout out to our friends over at Blog Red Machine for running that article about who's got options and how many options they've got. And interestingly enough, Kyle Farmer also has an option. But like I said, I, I think he is a lock. As far as I'm concerned, looking at the roster, I think he's a lock on this opening day roster. So who makes that final spot? The inside track, I don't think, is that clear, and I think that's going to be one of the most interesting things to watch here in spring training is to see how these guys perform and exactly where the Reds kind of feel they are all at. I mean, I know we've seen articles already that talking about Aristides Aquino, they want him to get every day at bats. Guess what he's not getting as the last man on the bench? Every day at bats. Chances are he starts in AAA. So then you're looking at Josh Van Meter or Alex Blandino. I don't know, man. I'd like to hear from you on that, though. 513-549-0159 or at Jeff Carr with three Fs on Twitter. Let me know what you're thinking. And maybe I'm missing someone. Maybe there's someone that it's like, oh, yeah, this guy. He's totally going to be the last man on the roster. I mean, I have seen some uh, prognosticators saying that Derek Dietrich could be on the roster. I don't know. 
and be interesting to see. Real quick, I, I want to jump into the pitching because I think there's actually uh, – we'll look at that for a moment here. But first, have you – Already booked your trip out to Arizona. Are you going to Arizona? Do you want to go to Arizona? The best way to find out, or at least to plan your trip, is to go to visitarizona.com slash spring training. You can book everything all in one place. Your flight, your hotel, your game tickets, and print out itineraries for different stuff to do, different excursions that you can take, because Arizona is adventurous, right? If you live here in Cincinnati, I mean, just... Early this morning, before everyone really woke up, but really early this morning, a big line of snow came through, and it's in the 30s, and I'm really wondering if I'm going to go down to the Bearcats game today because it's going to be cold and maybe a little snowy. Guess what? It's not in Arizona. It's not cold, and it's not snowy. Very nice temperatures. You've got the entire Cactus League, 15 teams and 10 stadiums, all within 50 miles of Phoenix. And Phoenix is an awesome city. Lots to do. Lots of great restaurants, breweries, things like that. It's well worth your time to take a trip out to Arizona. And the best way to book that trip is to visit Arizona.com slash Spring training. Go there and book your trip today. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training is the home base for baseball fans. So we talked about the position side of things when it comes to the 26-man roster. Remember, this year they expanded 26. And with that, there is a cap on pitchers. Teams can only carry 13 total pitchers on the roster. Now, they can carry less if they like, but knowing David Bell as we did last season, I don't think there's any way they carry less than 13 pitchers. So, with that in mind, we look at the pitching staff as a whole. The rotation, again, assuming health, is figured. You've got Castillo, Gray, Bauer, DiScofani, and Miley. That's your rotation, at least for opening day. That's your five. Then your bullpen of Iglesias, Lorenzen, Garrett, Strope, and Stevenson. I don't think that's changing. I, I really don't see any way that any of those guys loses their job, through spring training at least. And then another guy who I think is a lock, mainly because the Reds need another left-hander. This guy's talented, and this guy is out of options, and that is Cody Reed. I think he is a lock to make the bullpen. Ergo, there are only two spots left. Now, here's the big difference between, even though, okay, yeah, you've got a whole nother spot compared to the position side of things. There's a lot more guys vying for these two spots. A lot of guys. On the 40-man roster alone, you've got Matt Bowman and Jose De Leon, who is intriguing. I don't think he's got the inside track to one of these spots, but he is an intriguing dude on this 40-man roster. You've also got Joel Kunal, although Joel Kunal still has a couple of options left, so I think he's probably not going to make the opening day bullpen, at the very least. You've also got Josh Smith, Josh D. Smith, who's a lefty and is intriguing. I don't know how... 
how much he's being considered, but he's on the 40-man roster, Lucas Sims, and also Justin Schaefer. I mean, you've got a very crowded group of guys, plus you add in your non-roster invitees like Tyler Thornburg. Dude has looked pretty good in his first two appearances in Cactus League spring training. I think that these last two guys might even be more interesting to watch this spring. That's what I'm watching these battles. And I know it's it's kind of hard to say that the last three spots on the roster are battles, but that's where we are in 2020. Look, this is why this offseason was so awesome. The front office has completely set up this roster so that there's not a whole lot of question marks going into opening day. We pretty much know who we're going to be counting on. And that is an awesome change of pace from the last six years. Because, I mean, last year we kind of knew who we had. But think about 2018. 2018, for, you know, if we imagine that there were 13 pitcher spots available, how many of those were actually spoken for? Just two years ago. Now, I think it's reversed. I think two years ago, you probably could only say that two pitcher spots were spoken for. Now, in 2020, there's only two pitcher spots available. I love it. And as far as the guys that I think have an inside track, I mean, you definitely got to look at the 40-man roster. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, Lucas Sims is going to be an intriguing story to see how uh, how this unfolds for him because... We saw some articles in the offseason saying that he is basically getting it in his mind, that he's going to be a full-time bullpen pitcher. He's, he's getting himself ready for that in 2020. And you've also got Tyler Malley, who I firmly believe will begin the year in AAA so that he can remain you know, stretched out innings-wise and pitching every fifth day and pitching like a starter for the Louisville Bats. That way, if they need to bring him up, he's ready to go as a starter. So do you also send Lucas Sims down to do that very same thing? Look, it's nice to have starting pitching depth, but at some point, if this guy, and, and we saw some interesting number, you know, some interesting performances from him out of the bullpen last year, I think he's, he's got an inside track. They're one of those last two spots. In fact, some some of you may be thinking that Lucas Sims is a lock. I don't know that he's a lock, but he is definitely on the inside track to get in one of those last two spots. And then the other name that kind of intrigues me, if for only the reason that I don't know anything about him, is Justin Schaefer. I don't know if he's got an inside track. Matt Bowman showed some really good things. And if you look Matt Bowman up on Baseball Savant, I'm not going to break down his uh, his uh, peripherals that are on Baseball Savant, but he's got some really nice numbers there as well. His pitch movement and spin rate and all that good stuff looks really good, which that stuff is like the pitching equivalent of launch angle and exit velocity. But, but those numbers look pretty good, and his expected statistics are pretty decent too. So maybe he's got the inside spot to one of those two remaining bullpen uh, spots, but uh, but I think that Justin Schaefer could make an interesting case because the Reds actually traded for him this offseason. That was cash considerations. I get it. It's not like they gave up really anything for him. They basically just signed him. Uh, but at the same token, he's on the 40-man roster. These guys definitely have a leg up over Tyler Thornburg, and I think those of us who know Tyler Thornburg's story be- before he became a Red 
are very interested to see if he makes it as a red. He was super talented. I, I, I know I mentioned this a couple of different times, that he was the closer of the future for the Brewers. It just didn't pan out. It, well, no, it didn't pan out. They traded him to Boston, and then it didn't pan out due to injuries and then a really crazy injury in which they had to remove a rib. But he's looked good really, really, really early here in spring training. Now, that's not to say anything because, you know, all of us baseball fans know if you peak in February, that means literally nothing. We'll see, though. We'll see if he makes a case for one of those final bullpen spots. But, hey, we've got some more Cactus League action this weekend. Today, the Reds are going against... The Oakland Athletics with Anthony DiSclefani set to toe the rubber for the first time this spring. Interestingly enough, slated to start the game for Oakland, Mike Fires. Those of you following the cheating scandal stories know he's the guy that got all this started. I don't think that really means anything for this spring training game, but hey, I just thought I'd say that. Anyway, Disco pitching today. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm recording this here early this morning. They have not released any sort of lineup or anything like that. But we'll be looking for these last three roster spots, the two bullpen spots, and then the final bench spot for the position players. Lots of intrigue going with those. I mean, you know, and who knows? Maybe one of these non-roster invitees makes a case for it. But as for the Locked On Reds podcast. That's going to do it for us on this Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That way you don't miss an episode. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and the show at Locked On Reds. Also, check out LockedOnReds.com for even more content. That's our blog, LockedOnReds.com. For the Locked On Reds podcast, my name is Jeff Carr. You guys have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 